blocking. Welcome to the new episode of More Than Dice. We are on episode, what, Kathy? 82. 82. Today we're going to be talking about contrast paints uh, by GW. Uh, what's their purpose? How to use them? Uh, can Gonzo screw them up better than anybody else? And how and what to do with them? Um, just so you know, I will be the one painting today and showing you, but what you should, should most likely be doing Besides watching this, is join Kathy on Tuesday through Friday. She is going to be using the contrast paints um, and testing them out live on her streaming times, which is 3 to 5? Yes. Yes. 3 to 5 Central, which is Chicago time. So it's an afternoon just before supper. Just before supper. Um, yeah. Do you know what models that you're going to be painting? I have... I have some uh, dark angels that I only splashed a little bit of green on, but mostly they're white. Okay. So I'm just going to take some of my Steinolrez primers and brush on some uh, primer. And uh, some of them are just, I'm going to just prime white, and some of them I'm going to prime uh, uh, the uh, Steinolrez yellow. And uh, some of them I'm going to prep with the way that people have seen me prepping most of my stuff on my stream, which is doing uh, a few mid-tone colors and then doing a dark wash and, you know, with the Zenithal, my ha half-assed Zenithal dry brushing that I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, John? Yes? Do we have anybody we need to salute this week? I don't think so. I'm sort of looking here. I haven't seen anything uh. either. <laughs> What famous person died this week? No. I don't know. Let me check Facebook. It'll tell me someone who died right. years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. Uh, John messaged me and goes, damn, Gene Wilder died. I'm like, yeah, back in 2016. He's like, why is Facebook just ago. saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Facebook literally just posts. I'm like, I don't know. I don't see anyone unless you're a sports guy, in which case I'm sure you care about the old owner of the uh, uh, Broncos. But Yeah. Um, I mean. Unless I mean, someone care. cares about him. Yeah. Yeah, no, no one, uh, I mean, quite a few people, I mean, reality of the world that people die and looking at, Correct. uh, looking at the, just the Wikipedia page, I'm like, wow, it's a lot of people, but. Um, John, do you want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors real quick? Cause I'm shaking this paint up and I don't want to have it all like into the mic. Our sponsor, well, thank you to uh, Mechanica Studios for sponsoring us. They make very cool dice trays and such, and they also host our uh, selling of our uh, tournament pack and all for uh, War Machine and Hordes uh, accoutrement, if you will. Um, also, thanks to Uzon Minis for actually hosting us and all. Uh, we have a code that pops into the... Uh, chat room every once in a while with a discount for uh, ordering through them. And then also thanks to uh, Archidan from Tectonic Craft Studios for uh, sponsoring us as well. Do we have more giveaways for him, Gonzo? We do have more giveaways. Uh, we will be giving away a code um, to uh, getting a gift certificate to his store. 
Um, we do have a couple of those, so we'll be giving one of those away today, too. Cool. And why is my like stream not just freezing, but like make, going smaller than going bigger, going smaller and going yeah, bigger? It's a Skype problem issue. I've noticed Damn that. Damn it, Skype. It's not a stream if there's not problems. What? You know, it's the gremlins in the machine. Yeah. That's an actual thing. Gremlins. Gremlins. In the machine. Really? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so no salutes besides all of our awesome Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Uh, helping us out, which is actually allowing us to get new equipment uh, in. John's got a new camera. Kathy's going to be getting a new camera. I, uh, yeah. We're going to be updating some uh, equipment soon. We appreciate it. Helps us make a better stream. Uh, our next uh, big purchase is getting a new uh, computer so we can provide better streaming for y'all and a couple of other tweaks. Um, also, all of our followers on Twitch, Facebook, you name it. Guys, we appreciate everything you do. All um, of our listeners everywhere. Yeah, it, it was. if you didn't see it on Facebook page, someone hand-stitched our logo and gave it to me, which I thought was mm -hmm. amazeballs. Um, Very cool. To the person that's listening, thank you so much. Uh, I didn't have permission to say their name, so I'm not going to. Uh, I thought that was so cool. Uh, also, we will be uh, providing a few other things. We'll be putting up our Patreon. This is the size of it. These are the ones we're getting for ourselves. Um, that I'm giving out to. I'll be 3D printing our logo and giving some away. Um, I'm going to paint some up and see what they do. But uh, for that, thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Cheers. 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 Mm. John, what are you drinking today, by the way? Well, my shot was uh, Captain Morgan, Morgan Apple Smash. Mm. Okay. Which is very apple and tasty. Uh, my actual drink will be a uh, Kraken rum mixed with uh, root beer. Okay. All right. Kathy, what are you going to be drinking? I will be drinking Kraken rum mixed with uh, Coke Zero. Nice. High five. Uh, I... now I want root beer. <laughs> you want root beer. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good, though. I think A&W root beer might not be the best. But I don't want to use my good root beer sport, if you know what I mean. Um, like I... the Schrecker. I'm going to be drinking a port, but very little because I got uh, a Gonzo, what you drinking? I'm drinking He's a port. drinking a port. Is that free? I guess I froze. Yeah, you did for a second. Um, I'm going to switch over to the Gonzo paint cam. And uh, that way we can see what we're doing. Yeah, because John's thing's coming in and out. Um, all right, guys. So... I brought and I did. Let's first let's talk about the primer because that has been the end all be all of. Do I have to buy the GW primer? Um, do you have to buy the GW primer? No. I know the answer to this. No, you don't. But I will tell you this. She does know the answer. The primer that they do sell is a good primer, um, and. If you are someone that isn't like as tech savvy as like Kathy or awesome with paints like Kathy to do value sketching, you for a layman and like ordinary guy, go right ahead and buy it. Mm -hmm. If you don't like what they have, go buy a white or off white primer that you normally use. Same thing. But I will say this primer is good. It's actually one of those cases where you also don't want to get the, I usually recommend the auto primer, like the gloss or something like that. Don't get that. It actually mm -hmm. would be worse for these than just Krylon White. Yep. 
Um, it gives you also, a little bit of more area to actually adhere to. That's what the GW paints uh, sprays are. They're a little more textury. It's yeah. fine, but it's there. Also, I've been hearing uh, I've been hearing people say that what you want to do is after you prime it. If it's not the the GW one, then you should use a uh, a glossy clear varnish before you put your contrast paint on. But I am here to tell you that no, you do not have to do that. That is, if you want to, go ahead and do it. But I feel like it's an extra step that doesn't have to be done. Yeah, it's just another step that is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, so uh, these I primed. Um, how are we coming in on the screen? Um, okay, we actually got a pretty good picture with these. Um, yeah. The models I brought were, I got two from Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, Biron, or however you pronounce his name, is an NCU and the Nightwatch Captain. I have four of these. Uh, I didn't base this one because this one's going to be a quick test model. Uh, but this one I'm definitely going to try to work with and try to get the technical paints, uh, the contrast paints to work really well. Uh, as we know, Nightwatch, they're primarily blacks and grays. Um, and this was one of my things that I was very particular about when I bought these is like, please let the black do really awesome because black is hard to highlight. It's hard to shade, you know, so on and so forth. Um, it, it's hard to make a black look cool, in my opinion. Um, so I brought these for that thing right there. Now, so are you going to use the the black Templar color? I am. Uh, I brought. Nightwatch? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go over the colors that I, that I got that I'm going to be using. I don't okay. have all the colors, guys, so I just bought what I could and the types I could. Uh, a basic stormtrooper, um, which we know is primarily white, uh, but you have either like a black outlining or you know a white out or a, a gray outlining, um, and then we have a death trooper, which is an, another all black stormtrooper. Um, so I wanted to test that out. Um, I do have a, uh, a towel figure, which I would definitely be doing a yellow and black scheme on. And then I have a silver knife dryad with a bunch of different things on it. Um, the one thing that I'm very curious on is within Kathy does it, the value sketching and how that works. Um, because I think that's where these paints are really going to shine is when you work with them on a value sketch, uh, type thing. So I did do a quick test just to kind of fill out how the stuff was and, you know, go for it. And I did paint this towel pathfinder super, super quick. Uh, I think this took me like 15 minutes to do. And that was the wrong thing to do. Um, I put the black on and didn't wait for the black to dry. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh -huh. So this is a lesson learned. Guys, these paints do not dry quickly. Um, they technically, um, take a while, a lot longer than I thought. Uh, I don't know if you can really tell, but in here around the hand, where the hand hits the weapon, you can see where the black and the yellow kind of melded together mm -hmm. and blended a bit. Uh, it's because I didn't let the black dry. I feel like I've been hearing people say that batch painting is the way to go with these because it takes so long for them to dry you can yes. do your entire unit of one color and then go back and and well make sure it's dry and then <laughs> start your next color yes uh that was just a lesson learned i have plenty of these and you know i mean if i need to i can just prime right over it and go back and do it again 
Yes. Crimson Crimson says my whole response to the contrast paints has been kind of meh. I'm more into wet blending these days, and contrast paints feel like a product designed to do the exact opposite of my current style. And it's funny that you should say that, Crimson, because my husband had an opportunity to experiment with the contrast paints last night. He did a YouTube Live, or whatever it is they call it, on YouTube. Anyways, three hours of painting his Song of Ice and Fire stuff, and all he was doing was wet blending with contrast paints that were added to other GW paints. I mean, but you don't have to use GW paints. I mean, you could use any of the miniature paints. Yeah. So you absolutely, because they they take so long to dry now, you're mixing them. It's almost like you're extending the other paint's t- drying time. So you've got all kinds of time to wet blend. Um, John, you are right. I did, like I said, this was just a super quick, super, see, see how it is. And yes, I did get on the top of the head. You can see it's really thick. Um, top of the gun, it's really thick. But what I did find interesting is it did flow really well and did give a good highlight, like this, uh, the shoulder pad. You can mm-hmm. definitely tell on this little shoulder pad, the darkness on here, but the edges are still nice and bright yellow. Uh, the edge of the gun is nice and bright yellow. Uh, so on and so forth. It's just nice and bright all the way around. Um, and then, of course, it got thick in the, in the puddles. Uh, but this was yeah. just a quick one just to see what it would do. Uh, yellow is a paint scheme I want to do with my towel. Uh, this yellow-orange uh, does really, really cool. I don't see why you couldn't just dry brush yellow over the top of this uh, to make oh, it pop sure. a little bit more if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, but using it is very different. Um, another thing I learned is you really have to plan ahead with your colors and your model. Um, because once a color gets on the white... When you try to color over that again, you have to make sure that that spot. So say you want to do, I want to do gray on this spot and then brown on another spot. If you accidentally get that brown or that gray on the bre- where you want to put brown, you're going to have to put white over it again. Uh, because it become, because it's so thin that and so transparent that that color is going to show up underneath it. Mm-hmm. So it's funny you say that because I've been work. I did a little work with the Turbo Dork paints, uh-huh. and their color shift paints and to lesser extent their metallics are the same way. If you gap to touch something up, you have to put black down first um, because they're too translucent. If it won't work well otherwise. Um, yes, uh, Crimson did have a question about: Do you have to work with them in a certain way? Um, I'm still really new with it. Uh, just testing out just a little bit. You have to plan ahead, in my opinion. Um, I think think it's what you got to do. I think the key to it is to remember that you're not going to just be slopping it on. You still want to have a bit of brush control when you're putting it on. So Uh, I think if you do that, you're going to have a little bit better luck. And I I, I was watching Jim's video this morning and... uh, he was using those makeup sponges to yes. blot off some of the uh, excess stuff off the surfaces. Um, okay, so like, let's let's do one right here. Let's do the stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Um, basic and simple. They're a white and black pattern. Um, gun is a dark as a black inside. The little legs and arms are black. 
you know, so on and so forth, right around his butt is going to be black, but everything else is going to be white. So we have to figure out how we're going to handle this. My suggestion is you do the black color first um, and go from there because really the uh, white is just going to be, the, the apothecary white is just going to be all over the model. Uh, and then you're going to pick stuff out. So we're going to use, where is it? Uh, this contract blast templar. And it's, you're not going to be able to see much on this for the simple fact that it's going to be just in the recesses and in the, in the sides. Uh, you will have to shake these up for quite a while, guys. I've noticed at the very bottom of them, uh, the paint has sat down in a while. They've been sitting in a warehouse for a while, you can tell. Um, and so just make sure you shake them up a lot. Make sure there's no white on the bottom of the contrast paint. And just pop it open. That's uh, always a good rule of thumb with every paint, too. Yes. Um, typical GW pots. Got the little thing on it. And... All right. And a large one, so keep in mind where you put them because they're going to get knocked over. If you're I'll not tell you, if if you have some kind of like a reservoir palette or if you have some bottle caps like from your water bottles that you save, take a brush and put some in one of those and then close your big giant jar that's, you know, seven or eight bucks so that you don't yeah. spill it. Or get one of the 3D printed... Uh... People make 3D printed like stands you put your wash or whatever in so they don't get knocked over. It's like yeah. a big. Hey, it's yeah. silly to me because I've never knocked one over. Knock on wood, but if you need it, you need it. Yeah. All right. I so... uh, just out, tried out the yellow on my uh, test model with the turbo dorks to see how it looks because the yellow was the part of having problems with. But I think it's going to be the same problem everything has with the yellow. I don't see why you couldn't put the. Put the paints in dropper bottles if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Although these do come in the larger size uh, yeah, Citadel I don't th paint pots, not the smaller ones. So it might still be too much, but, you know, I'm... I think apparently we paint a lot out of the pot. So, like, here's my here's my decision. Get some blue tack. Put some blue tack on your desk. Put the pot on the blue tack so it won't knock over easy. So you actually have to really try yeah i feel like i want to find out where you can order like a a giant bag of like wholesale bag of uh water bottle caps because those <laughs> actually make the best freaking reservoirs like i'll just put them on my wet palette and i'll put my wash i'll put a few drops of wash in it and then i can just go right to it and if i've got a few different ones well they're not going to run all over my palette this way either yeah well i haven't broken out my wet palette yet because i'm a terrible person but and then no you're not it's fine <laughs> i have a nice one a very nice one jim Just has a really out. shitty one that he made out of a chinese food container and a chamois <laughs> <laughs> all right so i just did a little bit of black on the the Ooh. corners and recess and now I'm putting it in the gun because um, the Stormtrooper's guns are pure black. Um, no big deal. Um, I'm definitely going to do the fingers black uh, because, well, they're Stormtroopers. So just going to brush it on in. Um, it's not... It's it's thicker... It's, it's thinner than normal paint, but thicker than a wash, if that makes sense. Um, I'm just dipping it into the side of the stuff and kind of brushing it in without kind of, and being careful because I really don't want to get this on the white. 
Um, because I now, don't want to have to you, do If you do get it on the white, like if you get a little bit on the thigh, can you take your finger and just uh, wipe it off? Or can you go and rinse your brush out real quick and then rinse it off the surface? Um, really, yes and no. Hold on a second. Let me get this a little bit here and I'll do it on the base, okay? Mm -hmm. So say you want to keep the base of the model um, white. All right, so my in camera. Yeah. All right, yeah. so I'm going to put a little bit of down on this base. I'm like, oh, crap, it's over there. Okay, rinse my brand <laughs> off real quick. Do it over. Uh, let me put my finger on it. Uh, started smearing. Uh, maybe I can juice. Yeah, not going to come off. Okay, it stains really quick yeah. then. Interesting, okay. So you have to do, it, it does put it on there, but you can paint white back over it and just do like you normally would. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so let's get a little bit more. It's what? interesting to know that you could uh, you could wipe some away from a surface area that you want to be a lighter color of gray rather than the black if you wanted to. Yep. All right. Um, what else is black on these, John? You know stormtroopers better than me. Uh, see, I got Their a little eyes. bit on the white. I got a little bit on his upper lip. Yeah, but that's also you can you can clean that afterwards. But yeah, there's a lot of eyes. There's a rim on the top of his head. Now, do you have yeah. the uh, the wraith bone? Is this the wraith bone this primer is the, that you were using? Yes, this is the wraith bone primer that I used. Um, and so. And, and do you have the, uh, the the corresponding paint then that you can touch up if you need? I to? did not buy it because I didn't think about it because it's actually not a paint. It's a primer in a bottle. Is what they said. I, I thought it was just like a like a base color. I thought it was a base color too, but everybody was saying oh. no, it's like a primer in a bottle. And I'm like, ah, uh, okay, well, I'm going to go get some anyway, just to help with that. I'm going to paint these little black in here. And then, isn't it this little ridge right here, John, is black? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that ridge is black. Yeah. But at the end of the day, remember. It is mine. First. Yeah. Paint them however you like them. Like the blue one, you didn't. Were it wasn't it you who did the blue stormtroopers? Yeah, I did do a blue stormtrooper. I thought that was a cool idea. Yeah, yeah just make sure they're dark blue, not ultraman blue. <laughs> oh, that might be there. That's getting crazy. That is a lot of rain. All right, so I'll touch up that a little bit with some white um, after I get done with that. But you have to let it dry. If you do not let it dry, it will become a major pain in the ass. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to a different step. And this one is the Death Trooper. Now, the Death Troopers are all black. I think there's maybe what the eyes are red if you want to do that, John, but pretty much the entire model is black. Officially, they're pretty much all black. I would probably do a dark metallic on like the gun and all just to get some uh, contrast in there. Well, this is what I'm going to do for a different contrast. I um, Where is it? I have this uh, Basilium Gray. Uh, it's supposed to be a really, really, really dark gray. So I'm going to put some on the base. We're going to see what it looks like. Um, because this one is supposed to be super, super dark. Um, a super dark gray. I do have an apothecary white, but I'm not too worried about that yet. Uh, come on. Open up. All right. So let's put it a little bit on the base and see. It is a dark gray. Not full black, but a dark gray. So... What, we're gonna, what I'm going to do with this is I'm going to actually do it inside these little 
parts here. And the gun. I'm not going to be too careful with it because I am going to paint the entire model black anyway. So let's see if we get a different contrast when we try to do this. Um, okay. Because it's actually showing up as a, you know, a, a dark, almost washy black. It, it, it definitely has a black tone to it, but the white, since it's coming into the ridges and stuff, is letting it up, is actually pretty white underneath it. Try to help me stay in frame, too, guys, if I move out of it, because I'm trying to just concentrate. You're doing good. Okay. You're Because I'm the master at that, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we all float out of frame once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, okay. the load out of frame is being generous. So, all right. I mean, that looks almost like painting like just some heavy black wash over white. It, it does. That's the reason why I was like, okay. But again, I don't think you're necessarily using it. I don't want to say as intended, as envisioned. Well. I'm not scraping off much off of the brush. I'm kind of just leaving it, you know. You're, you're doing a light coat, and they say, like, one thick coat just make sure it doesn't pull. Yeah. So, But this is sort of to see what you can do with it. Like, I just did like the yellow on my test model. It's way too orangey. At the end of the uh, day, you want to paint yellow? You're still going to have to paint yellow. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, it is I an orange color. Cassandra yellow shade. All right. So I'm going to let that sit because I didn't want to do a lot of that gray. Um, but let's do something and do a large amount. Ugh. My um, dryad. My dryads are blue with yellow leaves. Okay. So, uh, of course, this stone down here we can do separately. Uh, and we do have this uh, skeleton up here. I am going to use um, the the ultramarine blue for the dryad, um, and then of course the Inyadin yellow for the leaves. And where is it? Should have it over here somewhere. Did you get the snake bite leather color? I did not, and that's one I'm definitely gonna have to go back and get. Is oh, I, the snake bite? Oh, uh, leather because leather is actually one of the things you can paint easily with, you know, with Agrax or shade and brown. I mean, yeah. I don't need to take a step away from what's already perfect. Yeah, uh, and then the... skeleton horde um, for the bone. Okay. That way we can try that out. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, and see what that see what that looks like on the on the skeleton the skeleton horde on the skeleton and see that what goes. that doesn't make any sense so I, I, here you know what actually let's no I don't want to use that on there yet no. so okay so let me get um uh, this blue shaking up enough and like John says we're supposed to use one thick coat one thick okay. coat and just do it let me make sure it's shaking up enough. All right, so this is the ultramarine blue, and it's supposed to be, it, and it's a 
a grayish blue, and I'm not even sure if I want to do that now that I open it up. Uh-huh. Oh, test it on your finger first. Oh, well, let's just test it on the base. Since we know... Or that. Or that. Or that. Because it's gonna <laughs> because of the white. So here. Take it out. Test it. Let's see how it looks. I, think that's a good I suggest idea. that because there's been a couple pots where they didn't notice until they're about to put on their model that it was not quite right. The label was wrong or something. So test that shit. Uh, it is kind of... It does have a blue-gray. But you know what we can really try? Maybe... Space maybe. Wolves gray? Um, actually... This uh, aromatic blue. Here, space one gray. <laughs> oh, what is the what is the ethermatic? Yeah, ethermatic blue. It looks like teal. It does look. Oh, excited. is that the teal one? It is the teal one. So let's 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 paint it on the base and see what it looks like. Oh no, the teal one is the Achillean green. Yeah, maybe they're good. both teal. That's Ooh, no, more. That's, no, that that one's more of a blue green. That's mm -hmm. really light. Yeah, really, really light. So let's hold off on that one. I've noticed that there's some because I did try that one up. Or... Um, so... This one is shaken up though, but yes, um, I do. I do have a purple that was really, really, really light that I tested out, and I was like, "Ooh, I got to work on that a little bit harder." The uh, uh, the now is the space wolves gray not blue enough? I don't know. It, like not bright enough for you? Um, it is. It does have a tinge of blue in it, so it's a gray with a tinge of blue. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that Kathy? Oh, no. I mean, you might be able to. They can't. Because yeah. my camera froze again. Yeah, I have it right in front of me. Jim just brought brought in the... Uh, <laughs> our, our 11. Our 11 paints that we got. Yeah, I just got the yellow for my one dude, then some grays, and then flesh colors. Because those would seem the ones I'd most likely yeah. try them on. Alright, so let's go ahead and try the, the Ultramarine Blue. Fuck it. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Alright, so I'm going to use a... Oh, Kathy, I just put a brush in my mouth. Ew. I mean, um, all right, we're going to try I, it and just one thick coat over the entire model. I'm going to do it everything except for, the, of course, the skeleton. Hold it up close. So we can all see. How do they taste? I haven't tasted them yet, Crimson. I'm not looking forward to that. Cause... They smell like they would not taste good. At least the ones I smelled. I mean, it's not like the old GW washes that smelled like a you know child died inside the bottle and rotted there. Um, oh yeah, they. Uh... It's not that bad, mm. but it does not taste like something you want to put in your mouth. It does not smell like something you want to put in your mouth. No, make sure you rinse your that brush off too. There. Right. <laughs> All right. So just gonna. I mean, I like the way that's looking on the. That is like the perfect model for the contrast paints. Because it's got yeah. a lot of ridges and a lot of dips. Yeah. And a lot of area to put it in. Yeah. Is this the kind of blue that you were hoping for? Um, not really. Or, or not, not my current paint scheme. But I haven't painted a lot of models in that paint scheme. So I'm okay with, you know, changing my paint scheme up. If it makes a painting 120 of these, this blue color, <laughs> this and easily. You can a bunch of blues and they can all look a little different, Gonzo. It's okay yeah. to have a little diversity yeah, in your It is. That's true. Even yep. on one model, you could take this blue and you could take another one of those blues, like the greeny blue, and uh, put a little bit of that in a few different areas and let them kind of meld together. Kind of commingle. Commingle. <laughs> Alright. So, just yeah, going to so. brush it in as quickly as possible just to get it uh, and I'm going to avoid, of course, the skeleton. 
Uh, I'm going to avoid the eyes. Avoid the noid. Avoid the noid. That's actually coming back. In, or the you could just paint the eyes with uh, a regular paint color, too. Correct. But That's opaque. What I was going to do. Yeah, I'm just going to ignore uh, ignore the eye. That way it doesn't get in there and the paint doesn't get in that thing. That section. So it'll the white will show up a lot more, if you know what I'm saying. So the yellow is very much like uh, a better version of the uh, uh, Casadora yellow that uh, you like, Kathy. I love the Casadora yellow. It is pretty much the same thing. Uh, it just goes on a little cleaner over large areas. And I already messed up and got it in the eyes anyway. Okay, so screw it. I don't know how well you'll be able to see that because not a lot of light, but... That's sort of how it ended up on the robes over a bunch of work I did. But oh, I like it. I, I it's not yellow. It's, just it's not... too orange. It's way okay. too orange. The yellow That's... is an orange color, but I like the way it looks. Yeah, oh, it, it's a very good look. But if you want yellow, it is the wrong color. Correct. If you're wanting pure yellow, definitely the wrong color. Yeah. So if you want to paint pure yellow, or like there are certain things I'm sure to look okay. It might even look better if you have like a good solid yellow over it and you try it lightly like a it can replace your wash probably. I think it'll flow better than your wash. Okay. But uh, definitely going to avoid the leaves because I want the leaves to be yellow. Um or that orangey yellow. And in dark sun is the orangey yellow then. Yes. Yeah, cat it's funny cuz Cassandra yellow shade looks very orange in the bottle. It's, it's called but Iandan it's, Yellow, because Iandan Dark Sun is the old... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the old, old paint. Remember the, uh, That's what the foundation, foundation paint. paint. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have that. Yeah. I think I saw that, That's too. That's what made me think of it. Okay. I sorry. With Moldy Ochre from P3. I knew it was Iandan something. Yes. You're close. Oh. oh well, so yeah, I think if you're looking for a good, solid, bright, vibrant yellow, like yellowy yellow, not orangish yellow, you're gonna need to paint it old school. Honestly, if you're just doing tiny leaves and you just want them to be yellow, then doing an opaque yellow regular miniature paint is probably gonna be easier. Or if you just don't mind dry brushing afterwards, a dry brush might bring it out on a smaller part. Yeah. On this big thing, it'll bring out the folds, but it'll still be a lot of orange in the deep, so it'll look way more orangey. Yeah. So it's not necessarily what I'm looking for, but then sure. again, who knows on a battlefield, you know, when you put it down on a table, across somebody, they might be like, that looks great. I don't know. Yeah. It does look good, even if it's not the yellow you were envisioning. Yeah, yeah, but again, test model, that's what he's here for, right? Exactly. All right, I'm almost done with this blue. Oh, I might have a couple Stormcasts to test this shit on uh, this week on the stream, too. I'm going to be painting Space Marines and uh, and their old-style Space Marines. If you're making using Stormcasts, make sure they're not the new Sequiturs. Because the Sequiturs have that giant robe in there that, while it's good for the contrast paint, it makes the armor harder to do any large-scale testing on because it's only in chunks then. Oh, I have no idea what these are. They were just a couple sprues that were sent to us by a friend of ours. Uh, maces or swords? I don't even know. Jim is putting them together. Okay. Ooh, I just realized I have the eyes of the nine, and that might be a really fun thing to do with contrast paints on the stream, so I guess I'll maybe put those I was, together. I was thinking about doing some Underworlds guys in uh, that. Yeah. I was thinking about doing a whole bunch of stuff for my... Uh, I got my all my trolls. I need to get one more troll... Then my 2,000-point army is done. Then I can start painting it, theoretically. 
Mm-hmm. But with one of my locals, uh, Marshall, uh, just getting done moving, he's uh, refocusing his hobby efforts to, as he said, his top five. Which doesn't count X-Wing or anything pre-painted, because he's like, I don't need to do any work for those. Sure. So we need to uh, figure out what those are so we match up as much as possible. So I'm painting stuff that I'm going to play against my regulars. Okay. Blue he's is done. Why should I? You know? I should still eventually, but why should I do... I'm not going to make it a priority. I've heard that, that once it starts drying, too... And I even saw this in Jim's video, like... Nope. As, you, as you... As it sits there... And the gravity kind of starts pulling the paint down. It kind of changes a little bit as yes, it's drying. It will. Um, Which is really cool. A couple of white spots. I couldn't. I needed to hit. All right. So the blue is pretty much done on this. We're gonna let that dry. Big slug. Happy little accident. Nice. Yes. He's a great big slug. He is a great big slug. He did a 24-hour champion stream. Oh, man. That is awesome. All right. So I'm coming back to my Death Trooper. Death Trooper is dry in the little recesses. So we're going to now do the Black Templar paint all over it. Nice. And stuff and get it going. I'm very curious to see what this will look like. You're going to brush that on or you're just going to dip and flick? Dip and flick. <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever. I'm personally going to take a drink of my pot, uh, my port, not my pot, my port. There's a guy who, in game, games, old games director guy who I will not name because I don't know the guy personally. I don't know if he'd take it the wrong way if you ever heard it. But that was his big, t his big painting thing. He had a bucket of skinks that were all dip and flick. I knew people like that at our, uh, at our uh, battle bunker. And if you ever want it funny, get not brushhead Dave to say dip and flick. He can't. He changes the first letters, which I'm not going <laughs> to say because it ends up being dirty. It, it, You know what? Dip and flick just sounds dirty no matter what. <laughs> and if you're going to if you're gonna kind of say it a little differently, then it's but, just, yeah. All right. Change the first letters and it changes it, you know, a little bit. It changes. It gets a little weirder. All right. This is the, the Contrast Black Templar, and I've tried this out, and I really like it. So I'm just going to load up the brush like they suggest. Load it up. The and... brush is too small, man. Tank yeah. brush that shit! Tank brush like it! You need, the, you need the big green brush. Tank brush! I may be using the big green dope. brush. I, uh... Really... I love the tank brush. Let me just it's... show you... The big green brushes. I just got tank brushes. I actually have the... Old, uh, giant... Dry brush too, which I love, love, love. Oh, I love those dry brushes. I got another one here. But yeah, these are the these are the green brushes. These are the ones that you should just be buying at the local, you know. Uh, it's fifty cents Michaels for the pack whatever. of brushes. Yeah. That's exactly it. Um, but this is what I'm going to be using to apply my uh, my contrast paints on my stream. I'm going to be using these. They're super uh, fancy. I wouldn't go to a tank brush unless I was literally painting something large. Like, even when I was painting the knight, there's only one portion on it that would really go for that uh, tank brush, and that's the shoulder pads. Everything else, I'm actually, you gotta be a little more careful with. Witness my use of the big brushes. Oh, there you go. Witness her! <laughs> 
but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying these out some more. Um, so the black so is they're... looking really cool so far. The black yeah, is. is really, really good. I'm going to say right now, out of all of my things to paint with, the black is my favorite. Um, it might actually change what I was going to paint my uh, Death Watch. Because yeah. I, I'd, uh, the reason I bought the scale 75 paints is because someone had done a good mix of black with the black metal and give you a sort of metallic sheen uh, black. Actually, I may, I may just paint black metal, then paint the contrast black over that. Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, that's a good test, idea. Oh, test models. I got some test models. Yes. Test models. Yes. All right. I'm. I got ideas for armies. I'm not currently painting. It's awesome. Right. It's exciting. <laughs> I'm. I'm so looking forward to just having fun goofing off with these things this week on models that I just don't care about. I had to ask myself. I was like, oh, well, I already have color on my on my dark angels. And then I'm I'm asking myself, am I going to paint these up as an army? Also, they're the they're not Primaris Marines. They're on the wrong bases. Fuck you know. Paint them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to prime over this shit. And that's what I'm going to use my uh, my contrast paints on just to see what you can do with them. I got a giant box of random ass models that I used to use for D and D and what have you. That if I ever wanted to test, I'd just be like, "All right, someone get me a can of primer. We're gonna go to town." <laughs> yep. Paint all sorts of stuff. I and in D models, I got old Reaper, not Reaper Bones, like pre Reaper Bones. Oh yeah. Point where yeah. Reaper Bones came out, and I'm like, uh, Done. "Hey, wife, what do you think of this?" She's like, <laughs> "That's too many models," and I'm like, "Okay, too many models. Not getting them." All right. So yeah, that's, that gives you some ideas for stuff. We're going to let that set because we want it to fold down into the creases and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? For Death Troopers, I wonder if you did that and then did some details and then just hit the armor with a gloss, how that would look. Could be, oh, oh. I uh, did notice a spot that I did miss deep oh down my God. inside. You're fired. Ruh-roh. I'm fired. Oh, I see it. <laughs> I see it too. You much. know what? That, that happened <laughs> to me with the ogre too. Yep. Right, I'm like, I'm painting and painting, and I'm like, oh, and here's a spot that didn't even get any primer on it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I look down, I'm like, oh, I missed a spot. Then I move it, and I'm like, nope, that's just the light shining off a different Fuck you light. Yeah. All right, so let's go with, uh, let's try the yellow out, because I know we've been doing a lot of black and blue. Let's do this yellow, because John was showing it, and we'll do it while we're here. Make it a really good show. No, I wasn't. No one can see it. My camera froze again. Oh, did it? <laughs> you guys may have missed the fact that my internet went kaplooey, and I had to change the... Uh, all right, yeah. so this is the Inyadin yellow, and this is what I want to paint my towel with. Um, it's going to be orangey. It is going to nope. be orangey. There is no doubt about this. I've already done it. You've seen that one. But we're going to go ahead and go with it anyway. So, boom, boom, boom. I'm going to stay away from the, as much as I can, away from the towel symbols because I want those to be a different color. So if you're going to paint those with regular paint, fuck it. Just paint over them. Yes. Yeah. So if you're gonna paint them with a regular paint, not a contrast, just just paint over them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste the time. If you if, if you can miss them, cool. If not, fuck it. Yeah, I'm that's, just. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Depending on how it, it. There's a there's a time for brush control, which is most of the time, but there's a time where you don't waste the time. Yeah. Really controlling your brush if you ain't need to. Okay. Sometimes sloppy strokes are what you need. Do not quote me on that. Sloppy, sloppy strokes. strokes for what you need. <laughs> That's, That's John. That's John. John isms. 
Thanks, thanks Gongo. Hail Boop. Oh, thanks, Gongo. Hail Boop. <laughs> <laughs> High five. I was actually hoping that uh, that Gongo would have been available this weekend. It could have had Miles and Gongo together. That would have been a fun time playing yeah. throughout the random games. All right. So all I'm going to get is the armor pieces with this. Ornithia. So this is funny, Gonzo. Uh, you're going to find this funny. I actually feel like the yellow would be better on the cloth than the armor, even though I know why you'd want the uh, armor parts to be yellow. I would want that also, but I actually feel like the way contrast paints work, the their plates I don't think are the ideal repository for uh, contrast paints. Yeah. Well, the reason I want the my overall theme, I want it to be yellow. So that's the reason why I'm painting the armor pieces yellow. Yeah, 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 fair. Oh, Congo's oh, asking what he didn't hear that Miles was in town. Miles was in D.C. and John was uh, hanging out with him at the local game store. Yeah, I picked him up at the light rail at the light rail. No, the uh, metro station, which is basically a fucking light rail. But mm-hmm. us locals will get crazy with that. Uh, and uh, brought him up to uh, games and stuff, and we played some games. It was a good time. And then barbecue for dinner for lunch. So, Gonzo, are you being a little bit more careful with your brush control on the helmet since you know where it pulled last time? Yeah, I did um, because I, I don't mind a little bit of darkness on there, but mm-hmm. you can definitely tell that there's going to be some pulling. Yeah. Like, definitely the shoulder, I've already got too much. Yeah, you can see that. Sort of, the shoulder is sort of the exact thing I was talking about, why their armor is not... Uh ideal for it that part of the armor the rest of it actually is pretty good like the chest piece and all is really good for it but the shoulder you're probably gonna need to do some extra work on it it's gonna take a while for you to realize where you need to use it where or not or as in the uh mortal words of wisdom of one kenny rogers when you know when to hold them and when to fold them yep yeah you have to paint word bearers now you're welcome choose a better mat chapter than ultramarines I mean, right. any other chapter, really. Blood Angels? I like the Blood Angles. Blood Angles are okay. Space Wolves? Space Wolves have character. Dark, uh, Dark Angels? Dark Angels. Angels are cool. I mean, they're sort of like halfway chaos, so that's fine. Right? No uh, one else was at Kelp. <laughs> See, I have Blood Angels already. So definitely Word Bears are the choice. Word Bears are the coolest of the Chaos Legions. There's only two Chaos Legions I would really go with. It would be uh, Word Bears or Black Legion. Because honestly, if you're going to follow a bad guy, follow the biggest bad guy. Me. You're you're not the biggest bad guy. I'm sorry. Wait, is that Abaddon? Uh, I, I, I was going to say Horus, but Abadabadon works too. Abadabadon. Abadabad- I'm a little out of touch with the lore lately. You're not out of touch. It's Abaddon still. Oh, okay. And that new model is shit. Oh, it is. It is oh. awesome. I was like... Oh, did you see the meme of touch. it holding a tennis racket, though? Yeah, versus the meme of Gilman holding a tennis racket also. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. All right. So, primary... Oh, Morris. Okay, 30K. 30K doubly so, word bearers are, you know, well, just not Ultramarines. Right on. Which is funny, because I used to be an Ultramarine guy, but I'm like... Just like over. Wait, yeah. if you were doing Horus and 30k, wouldn't it be Luna Wolves? Lunar Wolves? Oh, 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 that's after they fell. After they fell. Uh, okay. I'm not sure when they called them the Black Legion. I think you're right. I think it would still be Luna Wolves until after Horus dies. So. All right, let's go and get the oh, yellow God. on the leaves here while we. Oh, I got that yellow open. 
this is deeper into 40k lore than I ever fucking thought we would be on this podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> And I loved how they described the armor for the Lunar Wolves with that aqua color because you know you and I love teal. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> if you did the metallic paint and then you did oh, that teal awesome. contrast paint, that Achillean uh, blue, yeah. right? Shit hot. Don't I... we now have to make this army? <laughs> no, 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 no. See, now, Kathy, what you have to do is take one of those Stormcasts he's painting up and try that paint scheme on him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Or, or I am. I do have a bunch of uh, space marines that I'm going to be painting in various colors. But to be totally selfish, uh, you might get me to change my scheme for my guys. <laughs> paint farm guys like that. Because <laughs> it's very similar to what I'm doing already with the metallic blue from uh, Turbo Dork, the color shift. But uh, worth looking at. I, I do definitely want to try the. Uh, Taking oh, a metallic paint and then painting that blue over it now. The Crimson, maybe. They're not necessarily big sticklers for that, but uh, they might be a problem. Uh, Crimson, not unless you uh, converted it yourself. If you know, I mean, if it's your own uh, work and your own conversion and everything, why not? Yeah, they're not generally quite that bad, but, uh, you know. And honestly... It's not to be disqualified. They just wouldn't look at the model. Like, uh, we had, you know, the Golden Demon has all the rules. Models can be the original base, blah, blah, blah. A kid came up to me with a Tyranid Warrior on no base for a Golden Demon. I'm like, all right, here's your card so you can get this back. Took it over, put it in the case next to Amazing Models. He didn't need to know it was never going to win because it had no base. Yeah. Happy just to enter the model. I made a smile on his face. That's perfect. Right? right. Took him as serious as I did. The next guy came up who had an actual Golden Demon winning model. You gotta do that. It's it's all good. I love seeing the young blood entries, though. Yes, those kids are better than I am, and it scares me. Okay. Uh, it scares, but you know what I mean. Ah, uh, it. You, you um, all right? Yep. All right. So I believe that this is pretty much done. Uh, the black is dried. Um, I'm going to do actually. I'm going to do a touch up because uh, around the head. I'm going to touch up the white a little bit. So I'm going to use... That way we can kind of see what happens when it gets hit with just normal white. Oh my god, just the painting spirits became so, so, so easy. Painting so what? easy. Spirits. Ghosts. Oh yes, 100%. Like, it used to be, hey, wash, haha, we're done. Now it's contrast paint. We're washed, and it looks better. <laughs> oh, I need to paint uh, an army of... Uh... Oh, hello, yeah. The death guys? Necromiles back on the uh, hobby streak. <laughs> That's awesome. What did he paint? Well, yesterday he played games with me, so that was day one. Day two, he's broke out some more Battletech models and starting to paint on them again. Oh, right on. He actually convinced me to buy the starter set for Battletech. As I said, it was only <laughs> 20 bucks, And uh, at the end of the day, if it sits on the shelf next to my D6... West End Games era Star Wars, that's all that matters, right? You know, it's part of my childhood. Oh, and Congo says, I was going to take a female Stormcast, convert up Athena, and then make Deathwatch Athenian Hoplite Marines. Actually, that would look really cool. cool. I think you totally should do that. Mm -hmm. That sounds like an awesome idea. 
and the I guess there's at least three poses I think for female um, Stormcast. Unfortunately, I use them all for diversity, but is what it is. I keep on going back. I'm noticing one of the things about doing this painting is noticing colors that I uh, spots that I missed. Um, so that maybe you might that's why more... it, that's every uh, miniature I paint, Gonzo. Yeah, so I. Yeah, it, <laughs> You watch my stream and I'm always checking for parts I missed and I always find them like even after I finished my stream on Friday after talking about how I was forgetting to add paint to the foot of the guy because he's got one foot and a peg leg and I kept forgetting to do the foot. And uh, after my stream was over, sure enough, I pick up the guy and I'm like, well, damn it, I didn't do that last color on the foot. Even though I was talking about it like twice, I mentioned it. All right. This white is done. So the one thing I want to try is this, uh, the contrast apothecary white. Um, but I want to do, I'm, I'm just going to brush it all over it and just let it go and let it pull. So let now does the white have white pigment in it? Is that going to, is that white going to sink into the crevices then? Well, the apothecary white is actually a gray. It's a very, gray. very light, light, light gray. Right, but it, it still has a light pigment in it, right? Well, here, I'm let's find out. I'm wondering if that's going to fill in the... Uh... I, I, I want it to fill in all over. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Here's that. Is this brush big enough for you, John? No. But it's a good start. I appreciate the effort. A. A. Maybe we're all, we're holding our breaths. There's a radio silence. It's dead air and we're watching Gonzo apply this paint. Yeah, sorry for, for, for podcasting. <laughs> Gonzo's painting and we're like, so it is. I, I, I don't want to judge it yet because it hasn't dried and all and get that part on the chest that's pulling up pretty bad. Yeah, but I see it right there. I also feel like uh, you're going to need some, uh, yeah, you're need some, uh, uh, just go back and highlight afterwards, but that's fine. I mean, even if it makes it easier to do this step and then you still have to highlight, who, who cares? It's still making it easier. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to be trying a gym technique in just a little bit. Does it, does it involve makeup sponges? It does. I have some. <laughs> I, have I mean, some... Will, will these sponges work out of the booster packs? No. Uh, no? You sure they won't I work? I mean, you could try it. I mean, why not try it? But you can get a you can be a big thing of makeup sponges, like a hundred sponges for like less than less than ten bucks off of Amazon. They're super cheap. Yep. Jim's actually on? firing makeup sponges at me right now. He just flicked one at me. Quit doing that, Jim. We're trying to podcast here, damn it. This is serious yeah, business. It was of paramount importance to us. We can't like have random things flying in Kathy's video or someone's video like freeze for the entire cast. That is not happening. Super not professional. <laughs> I mean, actually, it was exactly what's happening. Okay. Yeah, it is. All right, so got the gray all over it. It definitely uh, fucked up black. Yep, it does get in. I, I'm going to dab it out of the black and see if that works. Dab it? Dab it. 
And <laughs> it does. I got no video, so no one can see. I mean... <laughs> Damn it, Jim, I'm a podcaster, not a goalie. <laughs> it does come out of the black area really well. So you can actually get it out of there without having to worry about it too much. Because that was totally freezing. All right, so let's see if I can be a, a, an awesome gym. All right. Makeup wedge. And ready? Ready. I wait with bated breath. Yes. You know, and you can uh, rip or cut off a little part so that you can get into some of the hard-to-reach spots with a smaller sponge. Uh, actually, I feel like if you need to go in smaller, it should be a brush at this point. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it just does do the same thing. Mm -hmm. No, you're, you're going to be painting over the parts that were indiscretions at that point. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You know I zigged. You thought I zagged. It was Okay. pretty good i actually feel like maybe you want a darker one though because it's very subtle it is very 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 subtle so i think yeah. the next darker up might be the way forward which is probably i don't know or, both, both the ones i have are very blue so they might not work well or, the basilium gray what about that skeleton one the one that's um, meant to go over skeleton white. Okay, hold on. I think that's going to be more brownish. Because it I mean, I know more. it'll be warmer in color. Or what about mixing them? Hold on a second. Let's I do know that it's brown. Shocking, right? Will I have, it do work? I haven't opened <laughs> this up yet, so let's see how this uh, the skeleton that's, horde works on the skeleton. That's why we don't have to buy the entire range because we can mix them together. That's madness. Okay. All right, here we go. I know. We're going to do it over the skeleton. Sound effects. I like the sound effects for painting skeletons. Yes. Yep, it's a dark brown. To be honest, that's how I painted skeletons for years. And I, I love doing skeletons dark brown like they were freshly unearthed. Well, the thing is, I do that. So the real thing, we, we used to paint them, paint them all white or prime them white, wash them black, dry brush them, you know, brown and bone, maybe a, a little white at the edge, and then like a slight yellow glaze over them to make them look legit. Yeah, I used to take, uh, because I didn't wash things black, but I would take uh, Bestial Brown, remember that color? Oh, yeah. Of course I do. And I would, I would wash it that, so it was a sort of medium dark brown. I'll be brown. honest, it's pretty good on skeletons. It actually... Yeah, this, this looks really good. Yeah, just straight up result. Because it it's really does sort of what we wanted for the... Uh, that uh what do you post nice yeah that skeleton turned out that 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 okay for bone and skeleton look 100 percent the skeleton horde um really good really like it uh you know what i think i'm gonna screw up um hold on let's see if this thing is wet still i like how the yellow leaves look actually yeah, they turned out pretty decent. The blue is too dark, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, the I was one I like. That might be the case. I, I actually really like it. Um, Maybe not for what you're looking for. Correct. But I really like it. Why don't you just wait for it to fully dry, and then dry brush over it? That'll really it, bring yeah. it up. Yeah, I'm going to try that too and see if that'll help it. Um, Maybe you know what? Just uh, shadow gray or whatever color is shadow gray nowadays. That bluish gray. 
the dark bluish gray might be the best one, depending on what you want color you want them to end up as. You know what we should do? Okay, so the stormtroopers are supposed to have like black linings and stuff. The apothecary gray was not what we were looking for. Apothecary white, I should say, was not what we were looking. For, what I was looking for in the stormtrooper thon. So we're gonna take this um, basilium gray, but it's a lighter uh, gray. Uh, your camera is having a seizure there. Yeah, uh, going going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. All right, so let's do the basilium gray. All over the stormtrooper, and then wipe it off with the um, the wedge. The wedge. Yeah. yeah. All right. You ready? Oh, actually. When we're ready. You're killing our. This is important. You're going into our hop into our movie time. Yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna dab up some spots where it's actually. Hey, still. it's Luca. Hey. hey, Luca. He says, "Hey, guys, lurking in the stream from work. Hope you're having a fun experience with those paints." Yeah. Yeah. All we're right. Learning a lot. That's very cool. All right. Ready. Uh, yes, still ready. All right. I'm just going <laughs> to rub it all over it. Ah, get it all nasty. Just rub it all over. I'm going to rub it all over. It's dirty. <laughs> We're being all dirty here with stormtroopers. That's makes it better, actually. <laughs> I think for a second. I think I put too much uh, cracking in my cracking over beers. Yeah. That's fine. Also, I haven't eaten dinner yet, so that's a problem. Yeah, it usually <laughs> that's helps. Even better. I don't need to eat dinner. Yeah, definitely, definitely eat dinner. Yeah, definitely dinner. So, Luca, you'll be happy to know that I will be streaming uh, my experimenting with the contrast paint all heels. week. Heels. All week long. What? His heels. Yeah, I saw that. Eel oh, heels. I was like, eels? Eels? What the hell is eels? Oh, armpits, too. That's yep. another thing I mean, that I often You forget. can get the eels if you're painting, uh, I don't know, Deepkin, because they have eels, but... Oh, now I'm hungry for eels. Eel what? sushi? Oh, yeah. Eels, yeah. Eel sushi roll? Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Yeah, I'm not having that. I have leftover steak and corn, and I'll well, make some biscuits. I ate that last night. I ate it Friday. I just had leftovers because corn on the cob. It was. Oh my god, the the barbecue joint has corn on the cob as one other side, so it's oh. always they have the brisket burger and corn on the cob and strawberry oh. shortcake, and I'm like, that that's that's lunch. Go. I love brisket. Brisket burgers are so. They're so All right. Good. I'm gonna let this sit for just a little bit. We can uh, review it. Look at it again towards the end of the. Movie. I've got to get. Well, I've got to. I've got some you cooling. Sponge it. I've got to sponge it. But I do have some pooling that I don't care for. But the sponge might actually sponge pull some of that. that pooling, too. Yeah. All right. So. Um, all right. So while we're still letting that dry just for a second, let's look at this Death Trooper. Now, we haven't touched anything on it, made like anything, but this black is fucking legit. And this was just yeah, quick. You know, I'll, I'll have to go back over it and do a little bit different, a little bit more on it. Yeah, I think it still looks like it still needs parts to dry, but yeah. Yeah, uh, but the black is a hundred percent awesome. Yeah, um, cool. All right, so hold on. You ready? Let's screw this model up. Makeup brush, uh, basilium gray. Let's screw it up. All right. There you go. It's like magic. Well, it's sure magic looking good. Yeah. I think you let it dry too long, actually. I probably did. 
Well, I don't know. You know, and like John keeps saying, you can touch it up with a little bit of light dry brushing, too, after. Yeah, I think white dry brush afterwards is the way forward. But I, uh, I like it. It's definitely working I like working it so far, well. yeah. Okay. Also, you have to remember that you did it over that uh, white, light gray color, so that's going to change it a little bit. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things. There's a lot. It's unknown territory. Okay, so hold on. We got that, but let's do what we were talking about. I have a little bit of white here. Uh, let me find a good dry brush. Now, because there's still some of the wet, dark color in the crevices, that might affect your dry brushing. It is a little tacky. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's tacky. I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm tacky. All right, so hold on. Got a little bit of dry brush, white. Oh, I got a little bit on that gun. Oh, Lucas says the old, the gray paint was clutch. It's the only one he bought so far. <laughs> and I just put Tacky by Weird Al into Crimson's head. Thank you. That was on purpose. Yes, it was. That's a great uh, one-take video. It is awesome. Don't oh you realize God. that Weird Al runs down like all the flights of stairs and changes his clothes while they're still performing inside, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Dry brush on it, not good. Uh, it's not bad, though. No. Um, uh, well, with, uh, with the... Off, I think it would probably look better. So. With the dark yeah. paint being still wet, that always screws up a dry brush. Yeah. Yeah. It was very tacky uh, to the touch. Still, so we'll have to worry about that. Um, I do want to do one thing before we go. Um, I wanted to use this, um, the Ethereum, Ethermatic, Thermitic Blue. Ethermatic? Ethermatic, Ethermatic, <laughs> checking butt. Whatever, it's a made-up word. Yeah, it's a made-up word. I wanted to see Walmart, how it would look up. as like a glow effect inside of these ruins type thing. Mm -hmm. Let's see how that looks. Get all that water off. Let's see. I'm going to... Your camera is still having a seizure. I'm glad you said that. I wasn't sure if I actually had gotten to that point in my that album. That is not just or, you. That's just a... Uh, uh, Focus no, it's probably the auto-focusing, trying to get onto the model and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if contraventions are going to make good glowy runes. They'll make good, like, non-glowy runes, perhaps. You know what makes things glowy-looking is when the the part that you want to be glowy is lighter than whatever the outer part is. Yep. Um, okay. So there's a... There's a... But they don't, they don't look bad. They look actually kind of cool right now. Oh, they look fine, yeah. They're just not glowy. Yeah, so let's. Definitely not the right kind of blue for what a paint job I want to do on this. Yeah, All I don't right. think they're going to but yeah, fair. Yeah, it's very dark. Yep. Very, very but dark. Tests. Good good proof of concept tests. Yep. Yeah, but you know the yellow for the leaves is going to work and the skeleton, too. Oh, the skeleton, 100%. The yellow is going to work. Uh, this turned out really. I like the way this looked. Yeah, that's. That's so much better than your first one that you yeah. did. Yeah. Another one where a dry brush probably wouldn't go amiss either. Yeah. 
And I definitely want to do the black on all the other parts. And of course, here's the thing I've noticed that even though you can get these as the base color and everything, you're going to want to pick out parts and go, this is what I want. This is what I want. Like I, I want this to be like a, a, a purple and I don't yeah. want to do a wash in that because it's not going to stand out as well. Um, yeah. The, of course, the eyeballs, you know, I want to do like a green and a red so it kind of stands out, you know, so it's electronic-like looking. But... I always made their whole little box faceplate part a different yeah, color. Yeah, I think yeah. the takeaway is the contrast paint is great for a lot of things. It's not the only thing that you should be using, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's not your only technique. If it's your only technique, you will have painted models, absolutely. They will look fine. Yeah. Here, let's try this If out. you're happy with that, that's perfect, but... There are still more techniques you can use. Go back in and uh, and and throw some details on. Yep. Well, Gonzo is breathtakingly painting the one color we know works amazingly. I, I'm I'm like really jonesing to try this and put it on this model because this you know. Well, is what? that the black Templar again? Yes. Well, while you're doing that, let's uh, keep the camera where it is, and let's just start uh, going to the media Okay, yeah, we don't have to move. Oh, time for media section. Media section. Sorry, we had to interrupt John. So you probably have like 42? 743, sorry. Oh, my bad. I was off by 701. What did you watch? All of it. He's done. There's nothing else to watch. All of the Netflix and and everything. Okay. Well, well, he's still doing that and concentrating. Uh, Kathy, let's talk a little about Quick and the Dead, since I watched it recently and you've seen the movie. Uh, I did see the movie like a thousand years ago, and I thought it was Uma Thurman and not Sharon Stone who starred in it, so, you know. No, it is Sharon Stone, and uh, <laughs> Gene Hackman are the main antagonists and protagonists, and then you've got uh, a great supporting cast for them of Leonardo DiCaprio as the kid. You've mm-hmm. got, um, what's his, Russell Crowe. As the preacher, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen in it. He's good in everything. Uh, Keith David's in it. He's great. Uh, Pat Hingle, who played Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movies, is in it. And that actually goes sort of to my mind of what this movie is. So visually, this movie is fine, but it's very sophomoric, as in it feels like Sam Raimi found new techniques he really likes and used the fuck out of them. The whole zoom into the people's eyes closer and closer and closer. I, I thing- did like the whole shot in the person, and then he zoomed up in through the hole. Yes. That amused me. That was a good one. And he did a couple dolly zooms, which for when this movie came out, dolly zooms were, you know, not commonly used. But the whole eyes back and forth thing you know was what it, a little it, bit overused. It, it kind of had a, still had a feel of sort of the Evil Dead to mm-hmm. me. It was sort of an Evil Dead. It was... It was definitely a very, very cliched Western. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. And I think the biggest problem with it, and probably the inexcusable problem with it, is that Sharon Stone's just not fucking likable in it. Like, you want to hate Gene Hackman. That's perfectly fine. He chews scenery. It's great. He's a great villain. But Sharon Stone is your protagonist. You're like, uh, they don't explain her story till very much towards the end. And by then, you already don't like her, so it can't save her. You're more attached to Leonardo DiCaprio as the kid and uh, Russell Crowe as the preacher of court. They're much more interesting characters. Yeah, agreed. I hesitate to say, 
it would probably have been better. You, you could have made this move. This movie could have been absolutely great. You know, you could have had the kid's story be part of he wants respect from Gene Hackman because he thinks he's his father. He also could have been moved by knowing Sharon Stone's story. Like, I want to kill him for him. You're for you. You're not fast enough. I'm fast enough. I'll get respect. I'll kill him for you because I like you. Because he says it a lot. That would have been much more moving than him just wanting to prove himself. You know, it would have been it would have been a double moving. I think you could have really gotten some better emotion out of that. And honestly, the the, the end all being that the antagonist is the, the sorry the protagonist is not as interesting as the supporting characters is what makes this movie no more than pretty much standard action fare. Um, all the supporting cast, like Gene Hackman's chewing scenery, great. He's a fine villain. Sharon Stone's fine, but not likable. But then all the supporting cast, just all, all the name supporting cast, people you know and seen a million times before, are great. Absolutely great. But just not liking her makes it difficult to really, really get into the movie. So uh, I give it... Two and a half space herpes. It's a pretty standard action fare at this point. I would have gone three, but yeah. Well, I feel. I mean, I see a lot of action movies. I feel like it's 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 perfectly solid and serviceable. I own it now. I would watch it again, um, but not too often. It's a it's what I like to call a YouTube movie. I will probably watch clips on YouTube more than I would watch the movie itself. But perfectly serviceable, worth watching, but uh, not a great modern western. You know, it's no Silverado or Magnificent Seven or Open Range or Unforgiven or any of the great modern westerns. It's, it doesn't stand up to those at all. Right. But worth watching. Oh, okay. So I switched over to the media section. I finished up. Uh, I will post pictures later on of some of the things that I do and what we did and kind of do some touch-up on them. Uh, mm-hmm. The towel, I like this. The yellow is really good. It fits. Um, it's, you know, clean. The black is amazing. I am going to pick up a couple of more of the paints, uh, because there is some really cool stuff I like on here. Uh, especially some grays for the night watch stuff because it's supposed to be all blacks and I'm like, uh, I'm going to paint a lot of all black. No yeah. That's it. So. <laughs> All right, so, Gonzo, hit us with something. All right, give me a second. Let me check out my list because I always text myself what I watched. Um, so the one thing that I'll go back with the Western theme. I watched the Deadwood movie. Um, Deadwood based on the HBO's uh, Deadwood series. Um, I, I never it, get past the first episode. It, it took me a long time <laughs> to figure out the timeline and everything, and I still couldn't remember the timeline. But it is a little bit further in the future. Um, it's a great Western. Um, they end quite a few of the story arcs. They end quite a few of the characters like normal Deadwood. Um, it, it was a good Western. Kathy, you would like it. I don't know if you ever watched the Deadwood TV show. I watched the first episode and there was so much swearing in it. I was like, how, how could they not save this dialogue for something that mattered? Yeah. It was egregious. It was. Um, but it was a good Western. Uh, it just felt dated in the fact that not that the Western was wrong, but that they should have done yeah, this five years ago. a lot longer. Uh, <laughs> back when it first needed to come out so they could end yeah. the story. Um, but well, at least they got an ending, you know? Yeah. Everyone does that, so. It did get an ending. It was great. It was a fun watch. I wasn't bored any. Uh, I would say maybe one and a half to two space herpes if you're really pushing it. 
Um, so it was a good one. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, my second one, and probably the only one I'm, other one I'm going to fully review tonight. I got a couple other ones I could, but I don't think I need to necessarily. Uh, is uh, Bulletproof Monk. I watched it last night because I hadn't <laughs> watched any movies this week because the quick and dead from last week and this week was kind of busy. Um, Bulletproof Monk is a sort of kung fu action movie starring Chow Yun Fat and Sean William Scott and Mako and no one else. And the real core problem with this movie that you'll never get by. No, I love Chow Yun Fat. Love Chow Yun-Fat. Chow Yun-Fat is a great actor. He has great chemistry. He and Sean William Scott even have good chemistry in the movie. Mm-hmm. This is not the role for him. There's too much CGI in this movie they have to do for everything because Chow Yun-Fat is not a martial artist. He is an actor. Yeah. This is a Jackie Chan movie. Should have been Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan would have been great. Uh, while Jackie Chan's English is not as good as Chow Yun-Fat's, it still would have been fine. I'm sure he and Sean William Scott would have had great chemistry. That is the biggest failing, is that it should have been a Jackie Chan movie, because you would have been able to take a level of CGI out of it, because it is... It does not hold up. That I don't remember if it like held it up when be, it came out. That seems like it would be distracting to watch CGI'd martial arts. It's a little bit at points, because there's stuff that you know that if you've got a qualified martial artist, they could have done. And, you know, it's, it's still not bad. I mean, I actually like Sean William Scott in not purely comedic roles. You give him a little bit to work with. He actually does a fair job, like this in the rundown. I think he does a fairly good job. The female lead is enjoyable, maybe not great. Uh, Sort of mixed message with the story. It's like, and I'm pretty sure this is based off a comic book, it's like the comic book of the first pass. They should have probably done another pass or two on the script to make it tighter, gotten a better actor for a villain. Much the same as The Quick and the Dead, where the supporting cast bring it up. There's only Mako as supporting cast to bring it up. And Mako shines like all three times he's on screen, maybe four. But other than that, there's no other big cast members to be supporting cast for. And that's a problem. You need to get good supporting cast actors in to bring a movie up. Especially a movie like this. So I gave it the same rating as The Quick and the Dead. It's about two and a half uh, space herpes, but that's because I really like Cheyenne Fat. I like the camaraderie he and uh, Sean William Scott have on the screen. And I enjoy the overall story, even if it could have been tightened up. Definitely worth watching. I would not necessarily buy it. That being said, I do own it, but it's free on Amazon Prime if you're going to watch it right now. So, not bad, but definitely not great. And I'm probably a little more favorable to it than most people would be. Uh, I actually enjoyed it, too, when I first saw it. I mean, I agree with what you were saying, but it wasn't a bad movie. I've seen much, much worse. Yeah, it's not a bad movie, but it's also not like you like... The good parts are outweighed by the parts that are just like, that CGI was a little rough. Yeah. And that story bit was a little rough. And the villains just weren't, weren't they're fucking forgettable. And you don't want that. You want a villain who's at least interesting and menacing. Not, he's a fucking Nazi. Like, oh, he's a fucking Nazi. Easiest villain ever. Thanks. Yep. Oh, what's your next one, Gonzo? Uh, I Am Mother. Uh, it's a Netflix movie. Uh, typically, it's about a what the story is 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 a post-apocalyptic and uh, robots are raising the next generation of humans um, through pods and all this other stuff. Um, it had a really good CGI. Um, it had uh, it's only two actors in it, 
minus the droid, the robot in it. Um, it was an okay movie. I will tell you right now that it was pretty bland. We just got a fallen star watching us. <laughs> Thanks, Fallen Star, for following us. Fallen Stars. As the uh, music comes through. Um, <laughs> but um, the, uh, the the story is all right. You, it's very predictable, though. And that's the big problem. It is very, very predictable. You can see every plot twist hook and everything coming from a mile away. It's not anything outrageous. It was okay. Um Two to two and a half space herpes is about my, you know, best I could do for it. Um, if you got a spare two hours, go for it. Otherwise, skip it. Go for something better. There's plenty of better things on uh, Netflix right now. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, speaking of what's on Netflix right now, uh, I just started watching Stranger Things Season 2 because that's how far behind I am in watching oh, stuff. Oh, yes. Um, I am two episodes in, and I'm not going to rate it because I know it's going to start a little slow because it always starts a little slow. And then when it ramps up, I'm going to want to take off work and watch the rest of it, but I can't do that right now. So I'm trying to take it a little slow and not uh, go crazy. I'm trying to like watch an episode when I get home and eat dinner. So I get it out of the way. If I can watch, if I need to watch the second episode, I can. If I need to watch the third episode, I need to go to bed instead. Huh. But uh, so far, I'm enjoying it as I knew I would. But it's starting off a little slow, uh, but it's not cliched. They're so far avoiding a lot of the points I thought they would be uncomfortable. You know, uh, sometimes they do that, especially with calling uh, the one kid, uh, you know, zombie boy and all. None of that got to the uncomfortable point. It all was good in serving the story. And I'm enjoying how it's going so far. Yeah, I liked season two. Oh, I'm sure I will. I mean,. Uh, I sort of see, I already know spoilers about the uh, the episode everyone's like, or episode or two that everyone's like, this is sort of weird and out of place. I, I know it's coming and I can see what it probably is, and it's probably not going to bother me, but we will see when I get there. I hope to have it done in time for, I mean, season three at this point, which will probably release before, I think it releases before the expanse season four. Let me see here. I can Google that real quick. Uh, why did they not tell me easily? So we're looking at sometime July, so probably about the same time. Expanse season four and uh, season four of uh, or season three of Stranger Things is going to come out. So I'll have to make a hard decision of which to watch first. Yeah. Probably Stranger Things. I have a feeling since it's coming out July fourth, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It will be easier. I'm trying to take July 5th off work, but so far I'm not permitted to, so we'll see. <laughs> so it's some good four-day weekend of, of watching stuff, but we'll see. Uh, Gonzo hits with another one. We got time. Uh, yeah, I've got two more, actually. Oh, uh, I watched uh, Ralph Rock Wrecks the Internet. Um, <laughs> Finally, someone at work mentioned that this week, too. It was on Netflix. It came on Netflix this, uh, this week. Uh, turned it on, watched it, you know, thought I was like, okay, it'd be kind of goofy, kind of silly, you know, Wreck-It Ralph was, uh, you know, good. It was, uh, you know, hit some boundaries, but it kind of fell flat. Uh, everything was overplayed, overdone, 
There wasn't anything that was cool and interesting. Oh, okay, they go to the internet. They don't understand the internet. We get it. Oh, they don't understand how this works. We get it. It's funny. The people who liked it at work, I feel like the people who, they get the internet, but they don't get the internet the way we get the internet. Yeah. So uh, I kind of understand that. Because uh, I, I sort of got that feeling when it came out. It didn't make a big splash like the first one. No, it, it, it didn't. And it wasn't. Honestly, it just wasn't great. Um, it, it, it's pushing the two to two and a half space RPs right now. But it, it they just had, they could have done a whole lot more. They could have pushed everything, the boundaries, and had some more fun with stuff. But it really was not that great. Uh, the characters were like, eh. The you know everything was just meh. So yeah, wasn't happy with it. You see a lot of potential in it. Like you're like, this would have been the best movie ever, which I've seen a lot in movies recently. Sometimes that's the worst. It's hard to get over that. That make you judge it a little harsher than maybe you should. But yeah. Um. So I mean, I I was really disappointed in it. So not really too happy with it. Uh, you want my last one? Yeah, I don't have anything. All right, this was the whammy. Oh, man, I had to take two days to watch it. It was so fucking bad. Um, (laughs) Season of the Witch. You watched that? Yes. (laughs) Come on, Mouth John watched that, and I remember the response that my buddy Marshall gave for me that. (laughs) Um, Nicholas Cage, Ron Perlman, uh, Crusaders, and they have to go fight a witch. One... Right off the bat, whoever designed the costumes and the armor for this movie needs to be fired and never allowed to do that again. Holy crap was some of the worst looking armor and worst looking stuff. Now, I'm going to give this two ratings because we know there's a Nicolas Cage rating and then there's the standard rating that we go by. Uh, this one is peaking right near Atlantic, uh, Atlantic Rim. Um, we're talking, you know, four... Four and a half space herpes. We're really pushing it. Um, it. It had, of course, bad acting, bad lines, bad costume. You name it. It you can tell almost everything was filmed on a green screen. It was just horrible. As a Nicolas Cage movie, Nicolas Cage was awesome in it because Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage. Um, Nicolas Cage. Go, Carl, if you're listening, Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage still. <laughs> He pulled off those lines not in the John per- Travolta. Definitely not John Travolta. But Is that you- like based off the best Nicolas Cage movie ever. Because <laughs> you've got Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, then Nicolas Cage being John Travolta, then John Travolta being Nicolas Cage. If you can wrap your head around all of that. But I mean, yes. it was. This movie was. It's like they wrote this movie just for Nicolas Cage to take on a serious role. Because it was horribly bad. Uh, everything he was saying, everything he was doing was just. Bad. All the lines like, yes, I will do that. And just walk away. And then, you know, pick up people and throw them, you know, like he's a super god. And I'm just like, holy crap. I mean, it was bad. It was The movie was horrible, but a great Nicolas Cage movie just because they you can tell that they wrote this movie just for him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, Drive Angry is a great Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> but you can tell that they wrote, you can tell that they had them him in mind when they wrote this movie. So, on on this typical movie scale, four to four and a half space therapies. 
on a Nicolas Cage scale, not as good as like Drive Angry or the National Treasures. So we're pushing or like Con maybe Air. A, or Con Air. We're like you know Con a three. Seconds. Yeah, we're like a three, a, a three Nicolas Cage. Not three as Nicolas good. Cages. Three Nicolas Cages. I mean, when you All get right. to a one Nicolas Cage, you're in perfection. But this is a three because it's just plain mediocre and it wasn't that great. Gonzo, do you ever wish for the alternate world where we got Nicolas Cage's Superman movie? You know what? I've seen that picture, and that thing is scary as shit. <laughs> but do you wish for the world where we get to see that? It would have been one of the greatest disasters of all time. It would have been. <laughs> Titanic? Eh, so-so. You know, the Hindenburg? Eh, whatever. That Nicolas Cage Superman movie, though, that's a disaster. Hey, Princess Vespa, you're coming in right at the end of the show. Right as we're talking about Nicolas Cage. Yeah, right as we're talking about Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. I need to find Drive Angry, and I don't want to pay a lot of money for it, because that movie's awesome in yeah. all the right ways. But as a Nicolas Cage movie, it's about a three Nicolas Cage. Okay. Um, See, as, as, as a as a um, normal movie, it fucking sucked. I feel like I have to ask for everyone who is uh, is interested. Uh, where can you find that for free, Gonzo? Because I'm certain you did not pay money for that shit. No, you can find it free on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> it is on Netflix right now, um, oh. but it is it is a bad, is horrible. It is really really bad. The four and a half space herpes. Four and a half space herpes and three Nicholas Cages. So. Uh, <laughs> Next week, I might have a review of Detective Pikachu. I'm going to see if not Brushhead Dave wants to make it to the cheap theater for that. Because we'll watch that in a cheap theater. Mm -hmm. We'll also probably watch Shaft in a cheap theater. We still have uh, Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw in the full price theater. And then I will see Dark Phoenix in the cheap theater when it comes out because Ooh. I feel like I have to. Yes. Because it sounds that bad that, I mean, any movie that's going to be worse than X and Orange Wolverines. I have to see it. It's just like, that's, I have to see it and how bad it gets. And I probably should stop drinking. <laughs> well, it is about that time. Guys, it is coming to the end of the show. We really want to thank you for listening and watching. Um, we don't do this for, you know, shiggles. Um, we do this shiggles? because it's kind of fun. Shits and giggles. Oh, shits and giggles. I got you. <laughs> Shit. well, shiggles? I'm slightly shiggles. I need to spell that Shiggles. Um, we really appreciate y'all being here. It means a lot to us for y'all to hit that little follow button up in the top corner and make sure that you can do And if you have an Amazon Prime account and you're not using it on anybody else on Twitch, we would greatly appreciate it. If you, it is free in all intents free and purposes. Amazon Prime, yeah. yeah. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you get one Twitch channel for free. Uh, it is, does yep. give us and about... Before we go, uh, I do want to say this is Father's Day uh, to all the fathers here and oh. going. Cheers. Happy Father's Day. Oh, yeah, sorry, it is Father's Day. Don't have one, so... A test tube, baby. Um, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good also, night. Also, Princess Vespa says she saw Dark Phoenix and was not impressed. Yeah, I don't think anyone was impressed. Yeah, it's one of the worst. When you get down around World of Origins, you don't need to be. Who cares who's the worst? Is you just you down in the bell in the in the cellar with the terrible movies. <laughs> <laughs>